the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Coming up to 18 past seven here on the Country Sport Breakfast, we're heading to northern Taranaki now to the 500 tree strong Fijoa orchard of uh, Matt Lowe and Melissa Burley Lowe. Melissa joins us this morning. Morning, Melissa. Good morning. How are you? I look very, very well, thank you. I love the story about your, your orchard and how it came about because you wanted to move out of Bell Block and just find a slightly bigger section to have a vegetable garden, you ended up with uh, 10 acres of uh, beautiful Fijoa orchard. Yeah, yeah. Um, we lived down in Bellock. It was great. Um, but, yeah, with the vegetable garden just sort of wasn't big enough. We wanted some fruit trees. And uh, my husband grew up on a farm, so he was really keen for, a, you know, a few animals. And, yeah, we thought we'd just get, a you know, a couple of acres, but ended up with 10. And, yeah, it's great. 500 trees now are growing Fijoas. And, I mean, Fijoas has been around a long time in New Zealand, hasn't it? But it hasn't really caught on in a way. I guess it's kind of one of those things that every backyard, you know, had yeah. or used to have one. But with, you know, sections being smaller and stuff, it's not such the, the thing now. But, yeah, you know, it, and when they are in season, it's such a short season that there's often a, a glut of them. <laughs> you know, they, they come and they all come. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So um, are they easy to maintain? I mean, you've got 500 trees there. The, the, the photograph, they look beautiful, all in a line, beautifully beautifully trimmed. Are they easy to maintain? We do spend um, a few months pruning them. Um, down in Taranaki, we get a lot of tree growth because of uh, such fertile soils and it's so wet. Um, you know, Places like the East Coast and Far North don't get the tree growth like we do. Um, yeah. They are, you know, they do take a bit to maintain. They're they're a south, uh, a southern Brazilian fruit, but uh, do they grow quite obviously grow easily in New Zealand? Yes, yes, it's kind of similar climate, um, and you know, you can get there's so many different varieties as well, you know, that have been um, propagated over the years. So yes, so, it's a bit of choice. <laughs> so what do you do with all those Fijoas when they've all suddenly ripened? What happens with them? Um, we've got a couple of early varieties, so a lot of our fruit uh, we just sell through turners and growers because, you know, when you've got, when you're picking just under or just over a tonne a day, you know, you can't really get rid of that at the gate sales on a farm yeah. shop. So it's, yeah, it's off to the supermarket. You know, we, we supply most of the supermarkets in Taranaki with our fajoas. And then when we're at the peak of the season and we're getting lots of small ones and um, we save those up and we juice them. And is the juice popular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sell it at a couple of local cafes, at the Air Expresso at the airport, at the Leperton Cafe in um, Leperton, and at the Crazy Pumpkin, which is in New Plymouth and Stratford. And so, yep. Yeah, so I guess if you're at the Air Espresso um, airport, or New Plymouth airport at Espresso, you can actually get your Fijoa juice there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a good little drop. The difference between our juice and other juices is that we are 40% Fijoa juice and 60% apple, where a lot of other companies only do like 5 or you know, yeah, between 3 and 5% Fijoa. Ours has got that real Fijoa punch to it. What's the reaction been like to uh, to the juice? Oh, yeah, people love it. Um, and we have, quite, we have like a few regulars who will buy it by the box full from us. And wow. yeah, if you do want to purchase a box for if you love Fajoas and you live somewhere else in the country, just send us a message via Facebook and we can get it couriered to you. You've named yeah, your uh, your farm Kahu Glen. There's a story behind that, isn't there? Um, yeah, so when we first 
came to the land, we noticed that there was lots of kahu um, flying around and sort of, you know, soaring over the valleys. And I'm Scottish. That's actually my heritage. So I was born there. My parents immigrated when I was young. So we named it Glen after the, you know, that means sort of valleys, so the valley of the hawk. So not only are you Fijoa farmers, uh, I guess it's a part-time hobby, is it? Because you're actually um, a school teacher, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I um, the deputy principal at Leperton, which is our local rural country school. Um, so yeah, I love being out there with the kids, and my kids are both at school there. And you know, we have all the fun things on the at schools, like you know, we still do pet days and you know, tabloid sports and cluster things with our local. Um, yeah, other country schools. So, yeah, it's a, an amazing environment. Fantastic. And has it been a good year so far for uh, Fijoas? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're plumping up. We've, you know, it hasn't been too dry, so we've, they're, they're definitely on the trees and getting ready. So we generally start picking around to the, about the 20th of March. Fantastic. Well, Melissa, well done. Uh, love the story. Thank you for joining us this morning from Kahu Glen Farm. Thank you. Best. That's Melissa Billy Lowe, along with her husband, uh, Matt, who's a civil engineer, actually, as well. And uh, just getting the, the taste of Fijoas out there. We've all had a Fijoa tree in our backyards at some stage, or many of us, anyway. We had one at home before my wife got very upset with me when I cut it down.